it's where I think greatness comes is when you're finally at that breaking point, you're like, I have to figure something out. I have to figure out what's going to work for me. There's obviously a need and I'm not the only one. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. You may have noticed that so many of the women I've been bringing onto the show lately are talking very openly about their challenges, changing seasons, transitions, or self-doubts, and really identifying how they got and continue to get through it all. Meditation continues to be a tool that so many of them identify as one of the foundational ways they stay tuned into who they are, what's important to them, and how to continue doing the best right thing for them. Whether you've been meditating for years or perhaps you're a relative newbie, check out the guided meditations on the Meditation for Women podcast. These are meditations I've created just for you. I would love for you to take a listen to the Meditation for Women podcast and use it as your own personal library of guided meditations for the exact message that you need to hear during all those ever-changing seasons and transitions and moments of your life. Just search for Meditation for Women on the podcast app that you happen to be listening to this show on, or go to meditationforwomenpodcast.com. When Colette Florido's dad started showing signs of dementia, and especially when his dementia took a turn for the worse, she decided to find out more about the benefits of marijuana to see if it could help her dad. After a long process of research, finding out which varietal of the plant was best to use, what form to use it in, what was a quality product to use and how to use it, she found a product for her dad, a hemp-infused coconut oil. And it worked immediately. A night and day difference, Colette says. He went from being combative and rough with his kids and caregivers to so much more kind and calm. It worked so well that she became passionate about sharing the benefits with others. So she created CR World, a company that creates hemp-infused and nutrient-rich products to support a healthy, active lifestyle. During this conversation, Colette shares why she decided to put the money and time into creating her own product, why she initially structured the company as a multi-level marketing company, and why she's shifting away from that now. The biggest way she's failed at acquiring more customers, which has taught her the best ways to attract new customers. How every single product they've created has come out of a massive need that becomes obvious to her. So she acts on it. This is how she created the topic spray and the pet treats. That's right, I said pet treats. And we talk about one of the biggest challenges she's experiencing right now. Hint, hint, it's one that all of us have. 
This is such a great conversation about building a business in what feels like the quote unquote wild west of an industry. And Colette has so many wise words to share throughout it all. Colette, how are you doing today, girl? I am here living the life. (laughs) (laughs) So let me just give you the real picture of what I see right now is Colette is running from thing to thing to thing today. And she is graciously coming on the podcast amidst the chaos of a ton of stuff happening in her business. (laughs) So she's like sitting on her bed and like got her mic. I mean, it's okay that like, I'm like this, right? I was like, dude, we're going to be good. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly uh, the picture. Yep. (laughs) This is living the life when you do podcasts from the bed because it's just the best sound quality, you know? (laughs) As any true podcaster can say, we've done podcasts from just about everywhere. The bathroom, the car, (laughs) the closet is a popular one. Yeah. There's... If you ever saw... Paul McCartney was just on the James Corden show. Yes, I saw it. Did you see it? Yeah. So he talks about being in the loo. That was where his great sound quality came from. So... (laughs) If that's where we get our best sound quality from, I suppose then go with it. (laughs) Do it, right? Do it. I had the beautiful privilege of meeting you face-to-face at a local Florida Podcasters Association, which my husband runs. It was the first time that I had met you. And right away, I was just like, I need you on the show. (laughs) What you're doing is really interesting and cool. And it's in an industry that's relatively... I'm not going to say it's brand new, but like it's a newish enough of an industry that right. it has a lot of attention on it right now. And a yeah. lot of things are shifting and changing. It's a wild west of business right now. So, <laughs> so I want to start right in it, which is why in the world did you decide to start CR World, which creates products that are from hemp and in the yep. cannabis industry? Why did you start that? At the very young age, I just knew that cannabis was the business for me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many little comments I can make right there. I'm not going to... I know. I know. (laughs) No, it was out of our own need. I was never against seeing people use cannabis. It wasn't something that I was using on a regular basis. Or For me, I would just go and have a glass of wine or several of them. As it turns out though, when my dad got diagnosed with dementia, it was about five years ago now, we did everything Western medicine said to do. Here's all the medications he's going to start. Here's what's going to happen. It was quite the daunting process as a caregiver to not only just learn that this is what's going to happen, but to actually process it. Through all of that, we did everything we could. And here, we were still very frustrated. I would get calls from caregivers because he was starting to get agitated and aggressive. And this was a man that was never that way. There was just this time where we had just relocated down to Florida. I was starting a second office for a company that I was working with as a tour operator. Here I was trying to launch this office. By the way, I had a one-year-old at the time. Then my dad, who was up, up with us in Chicago, started to show these signs of dementia. So we were back and forth trying to see what was going on. And he was going to come down here ultimately anyway. So we thought, okay, this is going to be great. When we got him down here, it threw him into overdrive. The dementia just went into full gear. When we got to that point, we had to bring in caregivers. So fast forward past the emotional, oh my gosh, I had to bring in help. I did. And we brought in the caregivers and they were wonderful, but they couldn't handle him. He was just getting too agitated and aggressive. So then we'd add another medication and then another medication and then another... Before long, the medications were just trying to treat the side effects of the other medications. Yeah, I happened to be going to a group that had a local chapter that 
has since disbanded, but the Women Grow National Organization had a local chapter starting up. And I stood behind a guy who was talking to somebody about how they had been using it for their dad with Alzheimer's. And I thought, I need to hear this conversation. And I started listening in and hearing. And so I started asking questions. It took me about six months from that conversation to get the questions out that I needed to ask and then find the answers. I didn't even know what questions to ask. Mm. How do I know I'm getting a quality product? Well, what is a quality product? Yeah. Where do you even go? Like, what, Where do you yeah. start? Exactly. So it was a very long process for me to wrap my brain around, okay, so tell me again that there's this plant that everyone has known to smoke and, and you can get high from. But wait a minute, there's a plant that's the same origin, but it's a different varietal that doesn't get you high and it has nutritional benefits. I had no idea. Then it became, well, oh my gosh, there's even different ways to extract that plant and get what you need out of it. And that can make a difference. And then what is it delivered in? Is it MCT oil or organic unfiltered coconut oil? Or are you delivering it in a vape cartridge? There were all these questions. It took us six months to really get all the questions out and get wow. answers that we felt comfortable with. The mind-blowing thing is that when we finally started using the coconut oil with my dad, it was night or day. I thought it was just me. I thought, okay, you know, a couple of days into it, he started to calm down. But it was two weeks later, we all sat down with the caregivers and said, is something changing about him? Even the caregiver said, there's a night and day difference here. Wow. Because he was starting to take this coconut oil with a hemp infusion. That was the starting point for me. When I realized the drastic difference, we never got another call again from the caregiver company saying he's acting out we're going to lose this caregiver we're going to we're going to have to replace him they were putting ads in the paper just to find the right caregiver for him because of his stature he was tall and he was built right right and they had these lovely women who just couldn't and even the yeah. guys that they brought in weren't sturdy enough so here we were not having those calls anymore wow that quick of a shift. That quick of a shift. Wow. And it never happened again. We never got another one of those calls. And then on top of it, we had the opportunity to bring the girls over more because my daughters, and since then I had a second one while things were getting really crazy. Baby number two had come along and it was probably at our worst. So now I'm also you know, going into it with postpartum and hormonal craziness and a second child. And this all happened when it was back to school for the first one. And oh, <laughs> so oh like gosh. every mom, businesswoman, we put on our big girl panties and moved about it. And yeah. with my dad, when we finally started to use it regularly, one of the best things that I got to do is have a conversation with his doctor who agreed with me and allowed me to start taking him off of those behavioral medications ah, that we originally put him on. That's huge. That's a huge break for us because I just wasn't convinced it was doing anything beneficial other than making him sleepy right. and groggy. And I think it really was affecting his mood, not necessarily in the way that it was supposed to be helping. Yeah. That's where we started the company. We said this was ridiculous that it took me this much energy and understanding to find a product that I felt comfortable giving to my dad, that I knew that I could give to him and that it was safe. That took so much time. I said, this is ridiculous. And we founded CR World. And we founded it with the intention of educating caregivers like myself. I look at us like we're here in the sandwich generation, but we're more of a panini press. <laughs> 
Uh, That's funny. The pressure's on, right? Yeah. It's not just being a sandwich generation. You're trying to keep your own head on straight. You're trying to take care of your family, whether it's, you know, your kids with support or without, you're trying to do all of those things and be the best you can be at those. And then to care, give for your parents. And that mind change that you're no longer the one that they're caring for you, but in turn, you're the one that has to care for them. Oh my gosh, is that massive beating on your soul? It takes a lot. It really does. You obviously are convinced about the product that he's now using is working for him. But you know, it takes a special person to be like, well, I'm going to make a business out of this because I see that there's a need here because obviously I had that need, right? Right. You decided to then really make your own product. And you're going to not only provide support, but like you create your own products that CR World has its own hemp-infused products, right? all different types of products. So how did you even start the business? What was the process that you had on like what came out first? What was rolling out while you're in this incredible emotional state of all of the things happening, right? It's where I think greatness comes is when you're finally at that breaking point, you're like, I have to figure something out. I have to figure out what's going to work for me. There's obviously a need and I'm not the only one. The more I started talking about it was where I realized that was the biggest challenge was that we had to start talking more about it. We needed to start using the conversations about hemp and cannabis. And anybody in this industry, when you decide you're going to come into the cannabis industry, it always starts with a, all right, how am I going to come out green? (laughs) Right. Because there's so much stigma on what that means and what kind of person you are and what it... Does that mean that you're out in the back smoking with your kids? Like, what does that mean? Exactly. Yeah. You immediately get pinned as a person who is not productive to society and is going to just be stoned. And oh, if they missed a meeting or if they forgot something, oh, it must just be because they're using cannabis. Call me crazy, but I feel like I meet a lot of moms who just have a lot on their plate and it has nothing to do with what they're intaking, what they're drinking or what pills they're taking. It might be the 20,001 things that are like happening in the brain at that particular right. moment. It was right? the 20,002 20, <laughs> that really put us over the yeah. edge. You know, <laughs> exactly. we were good until that one. <laughs> <laughs> Everything came out of a need. The coconut oil came from our own need. That was the first product that you created. That was the one that we started with. The lipid extraction. That's what distinguishes ours. I wish I could say I'm producing something unique, but it's a plant. The plant has already been created. The varietal does make it unique. The varietal that we have, we our growers have a genetic strain that is very rich in CBD and low in THC, but it also has all the other parts of the plant. There's over 120 cannabinoids in the plant to begin with. Wow. We're only talking about two of them right now. There's so much more to learn about that, but we do know that that was a big key. The extraction process was also very unique and we knew that we wanted this process. It was different from what's out in the market space. Everybody's using CO2 extraction. Everyone is using ethanol extractions and distillates, which are great processes. And we can go into a whole other topic of conversation there. But the long story short is that this was a gentle process using the lipids from the coconut oil to help keep it in the body longer. Mm. It was a much more natural approach and we found great success with it. So from there, we realized that it wasn't just, okay, we're going to use it for my dad for his the stress and the agitation because all of a sudden 
we were using it for ourselves. We play volleyball on the weekends. And so taking a capsule after we've played a hard day of volleyball meant that our bodies recovered faster. There's no science behind it, but I can tell you that when I sat down to the dinner table after volleyball, if I stood up and was already wincing in pain, I knew that it was going to be a rough next two days. Using the capsules went from recovering for two days after to minimizing that recovery time, just shortening it up. Then we realized that there was more opportunities and we just keep seeing more uses for a a versatile product like coconut oil. From there, we stumbled on the spray. And actually, it was because we came across... So to take a step back, we knew we wanted to talk to people. And I had years ago been a part of one of the multi-level marketing companies that did candles. It was my first entrance into it. And I loved some of the parts of it. And then some of it I wasn't so fond of. But I kept toying with different ways. And I knew that we were working with seniors when I talked about travel and tourism. That was my, you know, that's what I was my career was for 17 years. And one thing was consistent. Online shopping was not how they made decisions on river cruises to Europe. They chose to do that because one of their neighbors, friends, group leaders, community person, travel professional had told them this is the one you want. Right. They got the referral. Yeah. And so it came right back to that referral. And I thought, okay, I've done this before. Here's the other stipulation. Our hands are still tied in the industry on what we can and cannot do as far as advertising and marketing. Right. We can't just make these claims that it's going to do all of these great things, which we've actually seen it do, right. but we can't say. So right. we thought, okay, this multi-level marketing might be something to do. I flew out to Vegas to meet with a consulting team that has worked with some of the top MLM companies. And I dropped... Oh my gosh. My first investment with them was like $125,000 to work with them too. But they set us up with a lot of parts of it. They set us up with our system and our processes. And we did all this great, great development. Took us a year just to kind of get all of those pieces together. It is a daunting process. Starting a company, getting your vision, comp plans, all of that software. In that process, we came across our spray, which has become like... I keep it in my purse with me. I'm that... The the dad from the My Big Fat Greek, Greek Wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just spray it on. It's good. You just, <laughs> wherever you need it, like that, spray that's it. the spray. It's, it's topical <laughs> pain relief spray for everything. I'm spraying it. it on my kids' bug bites and bee stings and sunburn. And I'm using it on my knees and my neck and my mother-in-law spraying it on her knuckles. And so anyway, we got this great spray. It's it, That was the next thing. And then from there, I brought on my first territory manager who had focused... We kind of pivoted just so you know. I pivot like we do the twist. Like Basically, when we started this business, it was going to be this direction of the multi-level marketing. But we always knew we were going to be talking to professionals as well. Professionals like chiropractors and physical therapists. and They're always in the position of referring and being able to say, try this, do this. This is what you need to have. Plus, they have this mindset. A chiropractor has already been in my shoes to some degree because they've already had to be the alternative to Western medicine. And they understand that there is another way. So it's not as much of a need to convince them as the typical consumer. Right. So we built this whole platform. We had a salesperson come on. The premise was that she was going to bring on these strong leaders in the multi-level marketing side of things and that away we would go. She did everything she could. But the reality was that there's just so many different working parts to this. And at the end of the day, multi-level marketing had its 
ups and downs. And there's a lot of people that look at it and go, ugh, mm, multi-level marketing. Doesn't matter how good the product is. It just like gets overlaid by, ugh, I don't even want that. I don't like this downline approach. Right. So we are literally in the process of pivoting right now. And at that same time, we brought on a new territory manager. Well, she's very focused on the pet industry. So she went out and started using... Because because we'd been using the oil not only for ourselves, but we were putting it on our pet's food. And then when my dog hurt her shoulder from jumping off the chair, I rubbed some on her shoulder. So we went out with that only to realize that in the pet industry, the oil was good, but there was a lot of explanations. I learned about the retail space. But from there, we ended up coming out with our pet treats, our new all-natural pet treats. It's been out of need every time. The product comes because we need something first. Right. Those are the types of things that we look at and say, okay, well, who's going to use it? Who's going to need this? How do we get it out? How do we explain ourselves? Oh my gosh, how do we explain ourselves? There's so much to be said. You know, the question that keeps popping in my mind is as you explain your journey internally of being able to build it out, there obviously along the way has had to be plenty of and a growing number of customers who are actually buying this product who are all the different products because that gives you the, okay, this is worthwhile. Yes, we're onto something. Yes, we're doing it. Right. What have been your best ways, not all of them, but what have been your best ways that you have acquired customers, that people have found you and bought your products? First, I'm going to buck that question by saying, let me tell you how it didn't go the way I (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite thing about this is so interesting that I have lifelong users that are now... are. I mean, they're going to... They know that this product is great and they plan on using it. And that is why they're helping me to make sure that this company does what it needs to do. Right. But they didn't use it automatically. It's funny because they all tout I'm just talking about an inner circle of friends who have touted for a while, oh, they've got this great product. Good for you. But they never saw it for themselves. Yes. Oh yeah, that's good to know. They'll tell it to everybody else. Oh, you should start this oil. It's going to be really helpful. And But I literally had to twist their arms to say, try it for yourself. I had one that was going through some pretty difficult things. She had chemotherapy. She was going through and she was trying to stay healthy through the process. And she's like, I'm just run down. I don't have a lot of energy. I'm like, are you taking the oil? Ah, I hadn't really thought about that. And I'm like, okay, this is what I keep telling to people. And they're like, I gave my last sample away. That was a big thing that I would get. Or I didn't want to... um, not have any. So I, I gave it all away and I, I don't need it. And you know, there was just a lot of that. But when they finally actually used the product themselves, it was night and day. Like you could see mm-hmm. a complete difference. I had, you know, one person who was having thyroid issues and she hasn't been able to get into her doctor and she, her throat was bothering and it was hurting and hurting. And I finally said, Are you trying the oil? No, this is a salesperson that, you know, they're selling it all day. But I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those SMH. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. in my head because yeah. I couldn't understand why they weren't. But that's just how it goes. Sometimes, you know, even your closest advocates need a little handholding to yeah. understand how to use our products, how to talk about it. Once they use the product, absolutely, they became great referrals for us. So that was like one of the aha moments get the samples in people's hands. So we had to start creating sample sizes. And they've been very effective for us since then because people can start to see... We had a 30-day money-back guarantee, but it was a large investment for people. So they just weren't 
quite latching on to that concept alone. Right. Sample sizes have made a huge impact. People are starting to see it. What a lot of people notice, for instance, we have some older dogs that are, are using it, is that they didn't necessarily notice a major shift in the dog's stature, demeanor, what was going on until they came off of using the oil. Interesting. Same thing applies. You know, they they didn't necessarily had to keep. They had to come off of it and go. Oh my gosh, night and day difference. And even the, their neighbors are like, "What's going on? Your dog's not jumping like they were before. They didn't have the, as much pep." You know, they came off of the oil. That was the big key. How else are we getting to people? Education. Education. We've put a heavy emphasis on community outreach. We continually write blog articles, everything related to CBD for pets, CBD for seniors, CBD for PTSD. All the symptoms that you... All the things. Yeah. And of course, remember, this is not... you know, I can't say that it's a symptom and that there's going to be something that's going to treat, prevent, or cure it. There's a lot of this little touchy stuff you've got to remember about it This in this industry. But... When you get it figured out, you know, several conversations later after speaking with the attorneys, very expensive attorneys, we got it worked out to what we could say. And so for us, community outreach was everything. Speaking engagements, that was a big step. I can remember the first speaking engagement. So we decided to go to a green carpet... Oh no, it was a Canada Day event hosted by a Florida organization in Ebor City. I don't mind speaking in public. That's not a problem. But this was the first time I was speaking on the subject. So now, new slide presentation, new content, trying to pull it all together. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. I've seen them do this before. They have the monitor you know, or your laptop in front so you can kind of be watching. And as long as I had the visual cue, I was fine. Until I got there and it was in the theater. And they said, Oh no, the, there won't be a laptop. The screen will be behind you. Oh no. <laughs> so I have my husband print up note cards. So I'm like, all right, as long as I can just kind of follow along in the note cards, just in case I need a reference, I, I pretty much can nail this down. But mm-hmm. let me think about the some sort of cue. And I get there and they're like, oh yeah, the lavalier is not working on the mic. Um, so now it's <laughs> going to be a handheld mic. So I'm sitting in the corner as the show is happening and I have a teammate actually working the booth. I'm in the corner memorizing what I'm trying to say. Okay, this is what, what the point... It's, I don't know. I guess this just kind of goes to show that you roll with the punches and where we've been and where we are today is all about one step at a time. We tested, you know, okay, let's, let's try these videos. Yep. We saw success. We did speaking engagements. I had a woman who came to me after a Canada event in Orlando. And then I saw her two weeks later at a, an industry event. And she came up to me and she said, you talked to me after you spoke. I don't even know if you remember. And I said, I do. I remember we talked about your dad and that she wasn't sure he was going to be interested in even trying something like cannabis. He was kind of very straight-laced and the doctor said he wasn't sure the doctor would agree to it. And I said, try it topically. See if he can use it topically and see if he notices a difference. And then you can kind of have more of a conversation about ingesting something, but just see Mm -hmm. if he notices a difference because then he'll be able to do it. So again, it was about trying it and trying something that you could feel a difference on in the spray. You can see it in five to 10 minutes. So she came back to you and basically said... Oh my gosh, not only did it work, but my dad's talking to his doctor about it. I love it. It's those stories that come back and you go, okay, I guess this is why I'm up until one in the morning doing crazy things, you know, late nights and early mornings, because at the end of the day, here's one person who was able to help her dad and start the conversation. 
So that's really what we do. We give people the tools not only to learn about the industry, to learn about this plant, to learn about how it's helping, but how do we just talk about it? Right. How do we get into the subject about cannabis? What's this going to do for our family or my mom or dad or my dog or my cat or my horse? I mean, it just goes on. It's so interesting to me because just by your experience of the story of caregiving for your dad, stumbling upon this, creating it for yourself and now for others has really put you in the center of this whole industry. And along with that industry comes the wild, wild west of business in the sense because there's so many stereotypes that come along with it and a lot of restrictions and a lot of gray area. Oh my gosh. My two favorite colors are green and gray right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could take literally an hour just answering this question, but I want to narrow it down to one specific example. What is one of the biggest challenges that you have right now from the lens of being in this industry and having a business in this industry? Oh my gosh, one. I know. (laughs) I know. I know there's a lot, but like probably the biggest... And it even could be just right now. Like what is the biggest challenge you have right now because you are in this industry? Focus. Staying focused. We're in an emerging industry. They're looking at an industry that's going to blow away a $20 billion projection by the year 2020. It's ridiculous, the growth opportunities. But there's a lot of competition coming into this space. There's a lot of people that are coming out with new ideas or just different ways of presenting them. Trying to stay focused on what it is that we want to accomplish without losing our leverage or our footing. Because we do want to make sure that we're always staying relevant, but you have to execute on on the plans. And it's like by the time that plan gets executed... 10 more things have come up that you have to look at. Okay, you know, when we looked at pricing of our products, we didn't have anyone even in the space with what we did. And we still really don't in the coconut oil space, but the pet treats have come up substantially. We had to look at it and then look at it again and look at it again because of all of the new competition coming in. And how do we differentiate ourselves? And how do we price ourselves competitively? And how do we look at this from a short-term and long-term perspective? And my team knows when we talk about product and product development, we have great new approaches of what we're going to do. But ultimately, I look at them and I say, we have a spray, we have an oil, we have a capsule, we have dog treats. All these other things that we can do, oh, we can get these great displays and the packaging and shipper boxes and like everything that we talk about around the space all comes back to we have these products. Can we sell these products right now to keep our cash flow in momentum to be able to get to those great things? You know, oh, we could do it in 24 packs and we can do it's like every one of those investments costs money. We have to keep up on it. So it's that space of knowing that you want to always stay innovative and up to date with what is possible in the industry and anchored in what are we doing right now? Right. That's pretty universal for every businesswoman. <laughs> it doesn't I was say. It's so I mean, yeah. Always that is like the nature of any particular moment is how do I constantly stay innovative and not get distracted by the innovation and be focused in on the moment, right? And that's the case, but in this industry, we're in hyperdrive. Yeah. That's the bigger problem is that the industry is moving so fast. New products coming out every day. Events growing. The number of events in the state of Florida have grown. I can't even begin to tell you just in the last 
year and two years, you know? So it's just keeping up with all of it and then having to really look at, okay, is this investment worth our time and energy? Are we going to get it back? Again, those are basic business questions that I think anybody goes through. Specific to the cannabis industry, we're creating a lifestyle. We're creating a, a new approach and how this is incorporated into the lifestyle of a mom, of a, an entrepreneur, of a caregiver, of a pet owner. Because it's not something that we had in our sights 5 years ago or 10 years ago. So from our perspective, our other challenge is really in branding ourselves differently because we're trying to bring people up to speed because for 80 years, they've been told wrong information and misguided information. So now we have to re-educate them, reopen their thought process. And then in, in the end of it, how does that look on a label? How does that look on an image? How does that work in our content writing process? How does that translate into how you're showing up as a brand in the world? Exactly. And that's where we're constantly like, is this our voice? Is that right? Is that how we want this to come off? We do want to be human. We want to have a sense of humor, some tongue in cheek. But on the other hand, we don't want somebody to, to look at us like we're not professional. So there's yeah. always this fine line that we dance around just trying to make sure that we're hitting all of those marks. So we're very happy that we don't have leaves on the the logos and it's not like screaming green and it's not it doesn't look like rasta colors you know it just doesn't have that same approach that the first wave of people in the industry took which was kind of more of a slam dunk for the millennial generation like they already got it it's easy i'm going to put leaves on it and canna whatever and ganja this and weed that and pot that we're not that colette i want to bring this conversation to a close by asking you it is obvious that this business has grown fast, relatively fast. You started this, you said about five years ago? We started our search and he moved down here five years ago. We went into this. 2017 was when we went full throttle. So it's not even been... Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're talking like a year-ish, right? A year plus. Yeah. And I'm a veteran in this space. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, it's obvious that you've had... It has been moving so fast, which means life has been moving fast. All of the other components of your life have been moving fast. So. I would love to know how you have evolved as a woman over this whole process. And I'm talking from back five years ago when you re when this really yeah. actually started by caregiving for your dad. And now, especially concentrated on just the past year plus that you have been moving into the space of owning this business and growing this business with such fast-paced movement. How have you evolved as a woman? I've had to really wrap my head around how to be me. I've been me for all my life, but I wasn't always very good at it. <laughs> the best way to, to say it is there's two things that came to mind immediately. One, it was as you were talking, I actually have this, this weird thing where it's called the goosebump theory. When we start talking to people, when there's an opportunity, a business opportunity or a partnership opportunity or a chance to work with somebody, and I start talking with them and I get goosebumps... I know we're onto something. Yeah. And everything that has happened recently, the decisions that are made, the things that happen, come a lot of times with the goosebumps. It tells me I'm on the right track. And I, I feel like it's like my body tells me more about me than I realized. So I've had to start listening to it more. When I was still working my other job and being the caregiver for my dad, there was a particular moment where I, I knew I was in over my head. New baby, postpartum. The second one was going back to school. So it was crazy school year, birthdays, all that stuff happening. 
And I get a call from the caregiver and the caregiver says, I'm leaving. It's middle of the day. I'm leaving right now. Your father has actually thrown his feces at me and I'm covered and I'm done. And this is the end of it. And this was one of the breaking point moments. Tears in my eyes. I didn't even know what to do. Oh my gosh, I have to shower my father. Never had to consider that. Cover for him, figure out what we're doing. And by the way, I'm not even back from maternity leave. You know, So I'm thinking about work and... and it finally occurred to me that I have to leave what's going on and I have to get back to my own head. Somebody had started talking a little bit about meditation. So I studied. I studied it. I asked a lot of questions. Somebody had just gone down that path. So I sat down with him for about two hours and we talked and we learned about what it meant. And I realized that I had to understand that there's noise, always going to be noise. Oh my gosh, is there noise? When I lost my mom, and that was right before we were getting married, and I, people would say, well, just let it go. Oh my gosh, is that not the worst advice you could give somebody? You can't just let it go because it's just coming back into your head. Well, I finally learned the way to overcome that by visualizing myself in my head when I'm meditating, especially like if I get distracted, I walk my body over to my distracted self, put my arm around myself and say, come on back over here to this calm, quiet space. Don't listen to that white noise. You can see your life happening and you can see those radio waves going. And then there's always that blip, that really loud noise. Once you can kind of look down on yourself in that way and go, there's always going to be that noise. This is just a blip. And then there'll be some quietness. Once I figured that out for myself and figured out how to practice that, and by that, I mean that's why we connected was because I, I came to you and found your, your meditation that you were launching your series, your podcast series. I had just been getting into podcasts and going, I have to be able to do this whenever I can, which yeah. means the shower, walking, in the bathroom, you know, wherever yeah. I can find a minute of peace to get my head on straight. And I've noticed a distinct difference. My clarity when I come out of even a 30 second or a minute meditation, and I'm not a tree hugging sort of person by nature, it's the only way to hit the restart button. Yeah. And as long as you can hit the restart, you can get it back. You can always come back to, okay, here's where we're going to go next. And you may not have all your answers, but you might get five more minutes of focused attention to accomplish the task. That's a great lesson. And just, <laughs> I, I call it taking the pause. People ask me, what does meditation mean to me? And I was like, it's, it's right. the pause. That's what it, it is. is. That's consciousness. Yeah. And your body physically needs more oxygen. It's not a far cry if, if we can you know, bring it into the cannabis space when we say we need a, to take a deep breath. When you have the ability to do that, which in Florida, we don't have that option just yet unless you've... Long story short, in Colorado, you can go and you can go into a dispensary, a recreational dispensary, get something, take something and take a deep breath. And I really value that because that's what you need sometimes. And yeah. as a mom and as a caregiver, you've got a lot of shit coming down the pipeline sometimes. Sometimes you can go, okay, all right, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes you, there's no light. There's nothing. So what you have is what you create. You have to create it. So having that breath, whether it's just a meditation or to be able to, to take in um, you know, a, a CBD vape or a cannabis strain that helps you relax... I think it's absolutely worth it because in the end, you're going to come back clearer. You're going to come back with a better understanding. Your heart rate won't be so high. And so you can start to focus again. Love that. 
So if you've been listening to this and you are like, oh my gosh, I need some of those products. That sounds really interesting. I will make sure to put the website for Colette's, all of her products in the show notes. It is Come See Our World. It's the letter C, the letter R, world. But you'll you'll say, come see our world. Come see our world. So you'll have that in the show notes so that you could go check out more. Obviously, there's even deeper and deeper stories here, but so much experience and so much of a great story. Colette, thank you so much for sharing it. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Katie. I appreciate it. Today's show is brought to you by Active Campaign, the only email marketing system you'll ever need. After nine years with the same email marketing provider that I was really, really not happy with, I was desperately searching for one that was simple, easy to manage, and affordable. ActiveCampaign easily stood out above the rest, and I have been ridiculously happy with them ever since I made the switch. Emailing my community and creating automation series for special resources has never been so simple. Whether you're ready to start your first email marketing setup or you are searching for a new provider, I highly recommend ActiveCampaign. Go check them out at bizwomenrock.com forward slash AC. That's for ActiveCampaign. bizwomenrock.com forward slash AC. AC.